and hot, badass, nasty speed. I mean, that's how you got to play the game of hockey. Listening to Impact Sports Radio, and this is Behind the Mask. Welcome back into Behind the Mask, episode two. Back with the boys, Ryan Collins here in the host chair, alongside John Supan and Kyle Hattie. How we doing today, boys? Beautiful day. Hello, what's going on, guys? Hattie, it is beautiful. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. How are you? Well, I'm it's perfect. Doing great, man. Can't complain. No, not at all. Beautiful day. I mean, Supan put on his, I don't know, was that your Snap story or your Instagram that you went bowling? Oh, I don't put stuff on my Instagram. So it was Snapchat. Snap story? Okay. Yep. Did go bowling today about three o'clock, man, mandatory Monday through Wednesday, but or Monday <laughs> and Wednesday. But, uh, why did yeah. you take a bowling class? I do take a bowling class. That here. is awesome. That also, is cool. did take a golf class. That's done. That was like the first my buddy s- took that. Yeah. Six weeks of school. But how was that? That was fun. I learned a little bit about fixing my slice. My slice was dirty, man. It was. Cleaned it up a little bit. And hitting so. some rope draws now? Uh, yeah, little little push fades now. Oh, push fades. Power fades, as right. Tiger would say. But, uh, I mean, beautiful day. I mean, Yeah, but we are day. in a basement. Yeah. But it is uh, yeah. a beautiful day. I mean, perfect fall day in Michigan. Absolutely It's kind of weird to start, like, actually seeing the colors progress. My, my roommate took, like, three pictures, I think, like, one week apart each time. Yeah. Of just to see the progression of the leaves. And, man, it's pretty cool up here. It's beautiful. Definitely. I mean, I, I I love every podcast. I always talk about this. We always talk about the weather to start off the first five minutes of the show. Because no one else knows what to talk about. It's like, oh, we're going to banter for five minutes till we actually get into the topic. And right. then we always talk about weather. I always tell myself I'm not going to do that, and then I do it today. So how was your exam then? It was good. And first of all, weird thing about exams, I've always thought about this. What, like... I know what I lost the train of thought. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, why that, are they so hard? Always? No, no, no I mean, not hard. I was like, I was trying <laughs> that's to think. I, have. I don't know. I, I don't know what I was. I don't get why you learn like five weeks of material for a forty question exam. Well, you think it's too much? Too much material? Or no, what? like too little material. No, like oh, so they should wait till a midterm? Is what you're saying? Like not e- not even that. It's just like I just studied like six powerpoints for like. Half of it to die. You're, I'm not mad about it. Right. I'm, not, I'm not mad about Sounds it. Sounds like you might be. No, I'm not mad about it. But at the same time, I'm like, I, that was a waste of two hours. I Very shouldn't have studied those last two hours. But Time you'll never get back, buddy. Yes. Time I'll never get back. But uh, let's talk about this Michigan State hockey team who was in action last Friday against a U.S. development team, U18 team. Michigan State won 2-1 to one behind, two, by, behind Patrick Kodorenko scoring first. And a game winner by John Luca Estevez, is that right? Yes, Jin Luca. John Luca, yeah. I, I don't think it's John Luca, but I feel it's a Jin Luca. I don't Gian? Gian? I don't know. It's a pretty sweet name. G-I-A-N, Gian Luca. Pretty sweet name if you ask me. Guy didn't really get to play a lot fun. last year. Scoring a game winner against uh, the program's pretty uh big. But uh Kyle Hattie was there for us on Friday. first of all, did you get Pizza Friday? Yes, I did. That's so hype. That th- shout out to the hockey. Like hockey, SID, Jeff Barnes again. I'm I'm gonna mention them every time. The fact that they get Pizza House for the press meal, no, it's I love better. That. It's better than football games. Mm-hmm. 
It's so good. The exhibition game, I was expecting some caffeine, though. Last year they had, like, cans of Mountain Dew there. Yeah. Somebody must have raided it before I got to it, and it was just water. I was kind of disappointed. I dominate the water there. I at least get four waters. It's pretty, yeah. I easily take down four or five. I will say that. people judge us in there? I don't know, because Like, do people keep tabs on how many slices of pizza we get? I do worry about that. I I do. You have to Is there one of those interns back there printing off papers that are going to, you know, hawk us for getting four pieces? Like, sometimes I'm hungry, man. Do you get four pieces? No. I made sure I'm I'm under three. I think three is the max you can get. I top at four. Stop yeah, at four. Yeah. I'm, I'm more of a four, two. I think and you then can go back for get one. by by four, but like I'm nervous to go with get four. <laughs> but no, I get it. You go two up twice and get two Ugh. pieces. Yeah, you're fine. You're completely fine. Also, Saturdays though stink. They have Why, the sandwiches. Sandwiches. Yeah, not good ones either. Eh. I mean, it compared to the pizza house, it's like night and day. Whatever. I would love to start making I mean, some sandwiches I mean, and sell them. Up yeah, there. I mean, any food is pretty great. So I'm not. Yeah, gonna, no. I'm not going to complain. I wonder what other programs are like. Is when we went to the. Um, a duel in the D, there was they brought us real downstairs, like nice yeah. into this huge banquet hall. They had like chicken, salad, all that. That's nice. Which is I'm wondering like how when we go I'm, have you I'm co- planning on going to Penn State, so I'd like to see how that have you covered a football game? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, the hot dogs it's and, so bad. Yeah. yeah, it's so bad. It doesn't make any sense why they do that. Those what do they give you? Like a little meal ticket or something? Yeah, and then they give you pizza after that's trash. That thank you. That's it's so bad. It, it's it's top three worst pizzas I've ever had in my life. Yeah, it's crazy. And then you go to a basketball game, and like you cover a basketball game, and it's the best food you'll ever get. Yes. I've never been to one of those. So That's on my bucket list. That is on my it's bucket a, Yeah, it's way. unreal. They have this mac and cheese like almost every time I go. It's fantastic. Like Sloppy Joe's in my head. That was really good. Very good. Do you go they, with Impact? I, I went twice. I went to a women's basketball game and a men's basketball game last year. Okay. But, yeah, but I'm telling you, fantastic food. And they're at number one. Yeah, no, that, that's the thing. Let everybody know. You compare to the programs. They have the better food in the good program. You get hot dogs <laughs> on the football program. But uh, we're talking about MSU hockey. Kyle, what did you see on Friday that was a little bit concerning? I know I know you got a couple takeaways down on your notepad. I do. Uh, for the first line, uh, actually, the biggest takeaway I took all game that's like a red flag is the power play. Okay. 0 for 5, uh, the second game against Northern, and then 0 for 7 against the USNDP. Now, no. while, you're on, while you're on that, um, I know 0 for 5, we talked about that last podcast maybe, mm-hmm. but this one, 0 for 7, what, did they change up anything? Like, I'm curious. Did they change, did they keep the Rosberg and Susanna line up top, or and did they, like, what did they do with the power play? Like, did they change it around at all? Or? Actually, I don't, I don't think they changed it up much at all. Like, they, they, they kind of kept uh, Kodorenko on the left side, uh, Rosberg up top, and um, Lewandowski on the right side. Okay. The 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 thing that's gonna be tough for them is Hiroshi was the playmaker on that power play a lot of the times. Susanna made a lot of plays last year. So did I think people aren't talking about Zach Osborne maybe being gone too, because he was a really good player on that second power play unit, leading the point when he would come in. He never got shots blocked either. Never. He'd never. always send a nice low laser in there every he, time. He's a piece you might like forget. Brennan Sanford was a good player on the second power play. I do think their second power play is a little bit weaker. The one thing I was going to ask you, I, I think that we talked about a lot last week. Did you see any signs of life from that first line with uh, Mueller, Lewandowski, and Kodorenko? Yeah, uh, so I took line, I took notes. Kodorenko and Mueller had really good games. Yes. Lewandowski did not. Okay. I mean, Kodorenko scored from an assist from, this is weird, Christian Krieger and Dennis Cezana yes. were on an assist. Cezana stepped up on the on the rush, and that directly led to the goal. So what's it called? Was Krieger and Susanna paired up together or no? 
I think it, there was like multiple line change. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. He stepped up. He um he got he he gained the zone, stopped at the hash marks, had a beautiful pass to uh, Krieger in the slot, and then Krieger had Kudarenko wide open in the back door. Okay, okay. Maybe uh maybe if I went, I would have known, but I got to be got had to go home, unfortunately. But looking at this box store, it. <sighs> I over seven just sits out at you. It does. You can't have that, especially since these kids were born in 02. <laughs> that that that'll make you feel old. Yeah, Th- it will. That's O two. Yikes. Well, we were Hetty and I were just talking before you walked in here um, when we were off the air about what they need to do with their power play, and they were when we saw them in the exhibition game against Western Ontario, they really would start out their power play with the umbrella, and then they would kind of condense it down yeah. to a half wall, which I mean. You got to pick one, man. I feel I, like I haven't played hockey in maybe like fifteen years. Explain to me what's the difference between an umbrella and a half wall. So umbrella is pretty much you have one guy at the top, pretty much the middle of the blue line that's going to control the swing of things. So you have two yeah. guys on the sides of him, kind of by the hash marks. So yes. they move up and down, but that's to swing the puck around to create more room, I guess, in the yeah. middle. Um, and kind of, you know, get your defenders moving a little more. The half wall is when you're just on the side. You pick a side of the ice, yes. and you have your your center is kind of – you kind of do like two defense on the one side. Yes. And then your center is kind of moving around here, just kind of – it's kind of condensed to one side as opposed to owning the entire top. I I, I knew that stuff, but I like that little coach's corner basically yeah. right here. Yeah. John Supan here. But I don't know what they need to run. I don't know what they need to run personally. If What did you – what were they running? Uh, like they did, run, they did do both. Like they, they would, they would start in the umbrella, and they'd get, they'd get a lot more chances that way. Like, like when they stayed spread out and they moved the pucks and used their vision to start rotating each other, they got a lot more better, like a lot better chances. Uh, but actually, I want to shift gears here, and the biggest thing I took away is actually how impressive uh they they were. They're changing their game plan because this team was much faster than Michigan State. Yep, by far. But they adjusted and they used their size well, and that's what they need to do when they start playing like Penn State and Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how physical was the game? Uh, it it got chippy late. Yeah, like I I don't doubt that. I I bet a lot of Michigan State players pr- kind of they don't take the program as like disrespect, but though I I mean those kids definitely probably look down on. Guys they're, they're, Michigan. Michigan State's probably definitely trying to take that chip off their shoulder. Yeah, Those kids I, and got I know some they're sort of. I know what's it called? Tommy Miller's from the program. Drew DeRitter's from the program. I know there's a lot of connections there. Dan, and Dan Cole. Cole used to coach there. <laughs> Kudarenko, I think too. Yeah, but like that, there is a chip there when you play a team like that. Yeah, I mean, DeRitter and Lefton split. DeRitter had 14 saves. Lefton 13. Any takeaways there? It's solid goaltending all around. Like, okay. like those were really good chances too. Like, like you, you know the trapezoid, like from like the yes. goalpost. The, like, I'd say half of those were inside there. Okay, okay, that's that's good to see. And Deritter was the one who let up the one goal. Yeah. Give me, give me one guy because you've been in the expedition game. I did not say that word completely right. I'm not even gonna try and say it no, again. Just move on. Yeah, move on. We're gonna move on from that blunder. <laughs> and you went to another. Exp- can someone say exhibition? Exhibition game. I didn't even say that right. That's that's good. Trying to meet a broadcaster. Trying to be a broadcaster, and I can't talk. That's it's when we just tough. need to have the the video camera on us as well, so you can yes. just hold up a sign for that word or something. I was gonna say, what Anyways. is one guy you've been impressed with who's not on the first line? Tommy Apep, by far. Okay. That one sticks out. Uh, also, I need to give an honorable mention last game to Gafari and Miller. Okay. That was that was a solid pairing. I. I'd be shocked if they didn't have, like, block 10 shots combined. 
That's uh, Supan's boy, Boutros. Mm-hmm. He loves him. He didn't really, he was like the 7D man last year, and he kind of came on at the end of the year. He is solid. They're, that's a really good defensive pair. I think you're going to see them get a lot of minutes in once you get into the Big Ten play. Yeah. Uh, actually, you're just, if like based on the, the exhibition, they rolled. They had rolled lines through. Like there was not one that. Actually, I think, I think they the line, have to. They have to do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the line that actually played most is probably APAP's line. I, I'm. That's not surprising. Dan Cole really likes. Was it APAP and Stevens and uh, uh, Estevez? Estevez. Estevez didn't play a lot last year. No. But I mean, he has a lot of trust in Brody Stevens and uh, Tommy APAP. That line's gonna come in handy later. I mean, Just it's grindery. The physicality and, and it's yeah. that's the type of hockey Dan Cole wants to play necessarily because I, I until they start getting top level recruits, it's gonna be hard to try and like wheel and deal with teams like Michigan, Penn State, and Notre Dame. Right. So and I think there also has to be a like something like that. You know, Stevens is one of those guys, even last year, those guys really took it to every team they played in the physical department. And now you're gonna really start to rely on those guys as this tough schedule starts to really come at you a little more. I mean, Cornell is in a couple weeks, man. Like, that team is number four in the country. Colorado College is not. No, they're not no, a sleeper either. No, they're I think not, they're. I know that they're uh, only goes to 20th, but they, I think they'd be like 23 if it extended to 25. Yeah, they're one and one. They played Minnesota, split with them in their first two games of the season. So they're no cakewalk either. Cakewalk either. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. But you guys got the opportunity to go to Dan Cole's press conference on Tuesday. Yes, we did. Uh, what, what did Dan say? Well, I walked in there. I was told he was coming at 12.15, right? So okay. I get there at 12.10, being a good journalist five minutes early, right? <laughs> no. Actually, he gets on at about probably about 12.05. Yeah, 12.05, and I get in there, and I walk in late. But when I got in the door, you know, right into that north entrance yeah. of the stadium, first person I see when I go in there is Tom Izzo just staring at me. Like, right when I walked in, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Why? Why this guy staring at me? But anyways, I walk in there, sit down. And then, yeah, Hattie will explain a little bit what he said. Yeah. Uh, it was a pretty brief presser. Like, he just kind of, like, well, walked in, made his opening statements about that, like, the renovations and that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. It was only three questions asked. The two I, t- the two I took away, uh, it, he was asked how the bigger sheet of ice affects how they play. I I was just about to ask that, but continue, sorry. Yeah. Um, he was saying how it, is, it affects them psychologically because in their head they think they have more, like, ice room than they yes. actually have because it's the, it's the exact same between the circles. Mm-hmm. But just outside the when the, when they start getting near the boards, that's when they have to start playing yeah. with it. Mm-hmm. So what's it? I mean, the Cole centers like that in Wisconsin. I think there's like I think there's only like two colleges. Northern Michigan is Northern like yeah. that too. Yep. I didn't know that. Wow. So yeah, yeah well, I mean, it's just different. Like Hattie and I were also talking is that about Olympic this sheet, or is it just like yeah, it's Olympic? Olympic. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So yeah, like the the face off circles and all that are still the same, but you have that extra padding on yeah. the outside with yeah. the wall. Yeah. So I think that we were talking. It's like you can't really dive into the physical game there i yes. think you have to play more strategic because if you go play physical then you can get yourself into some pretty crappy situations and boom pucks in the back of the net like that yeah you gotta think about it a little more from the defensive side of things i think but yeah i i get that looking into this weekend they go to Col- they go to colorado springs we talked about how sick that place must be first time since 1971 i believe really 19 no they were there what? uh last meeting was at the joe in two, uh, 2010, okay. and then the last series was at Munn in 81, and then, yeah, the road meeting was 99. Can, can are they the 99? Tigers, or has anyone seen their logo? Tigers, I believe. Yeah, it looks is like, a, looks like a tiger, huh? It's a baffling logo. 
It is unbelievable. I'm like, what? It's like is, a third grader designed it. It's like a crust, and the tiger's like inside the crust, but the tiger's huge. Well, uh, we better note, we better just be careful. Note what to we Colorado say College: <laughs> get a new logo. Okay, just get a new logo. Uh, Listen that, up. Like, wait, yeah. I might PSA. Not, I, yeah, I might not know a lot about this Colorado College hockey team. I know they're a decent team. Beating Minnesota is just not going to – you're not a bad team if you beat Minnesota. They have talent on those rosters usually, even though Bob Mosto kind of feeling the pressure there since everyone in state's better than the, than the national brand Minnesota. Basically. That's true. It's speaking, crazy. Speaking of Minnesota, Minnesota Duluth just got handed uh, last weekend yeah, by they're Wisconsin. Yeah, still gross. Minnesota State Wisconsin too. beat them. Uh, two games last weekend. What'd you say, Hattie? What's Minnesota? What's What's Minnesota State ranked? I know. I, I know they're high. Like, they're pretty high up too. I mean, they're all disgusting. And yeah. like Minnesota, Minnesota State's two. Are they? Mm-hmm. Denver's one. Minnesota State's two with three first place votes. What isn't Minnesota? Minnesota Duluth won two straight, right? Yeah, uh, no. they're one and three, and they're ranked eighth. They two, who two won straight won, what national titles? Oh, I think in games. Oh no. no, they won last year, and then no, they won two years in a row. Was it? Yeah. yeah. They beat Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was in yeah. Chicago. Are, yeah. they, are they all in Chicago or is that? I don't know. They move it around. It's, it's, uh, it's at Little Caesars this year. Is it? Mm-hmm. It probably, I, I will say this, when they had it at Ford Field, it was not a good showing. No. It was should, so we stupid. We should go to that game. Maybe. We'll see. We'll, we'll Maybe. see. We'll see if. We'll see what's in the. Maybe Michigan State's in that game. Just kidding. They're probably not going to be in that <laughs> game. But. We could hope. Never say never. Predictions for this weekend as they travel on the road to Colorado Springs. Expectations. I'm going to start off. I think a split would be a good good weekend for this Michigan State hockey team. Start building some momentum, and then you come home and play Cornell, where I think is your first true, not true test, but it will yeah, show it's you a test. No, that's, that's a midterm exam right there. It will show you how good this MSU hockey team is and what expectations you should have for them going into Big Ten play. Yep, I will say that Colorado College will be good. It's not a tune-up either. Like I said, they beat Minnesota just last weekend, so. Going into this game, give me one key other than the power play, Hattie, that you need to see for this Michigan State team to go out on the road and maybe sweep or split. Uh, defense succeeding without using their physicality based on the bigger ice sheet. Okay, okay. So they need to position themselves better. Johnny Super. No, I like that. Um, I think uh, shots on net is the most important thing. That was so basic. Come on, you no, got but, something else. Okay, right? yeah, I do. But I just thought that. In that Western Ontario game, the only game that I saw that when they put up they put up fifty five fifty five shots. Obviously, you're going to get way more chances, but I think you need that that third line that we were just talking about: Apap, Stevens, and uh, Estevez. They got to be produced and they got to be locked in. Okay, okay. I, I looked at they got to start getting Lewandowski going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know you said he didn't really necessarily have a good game last Friday. Turnovers were a real issue. He is crucial for their success this year. He might have not not have had to have a great year last year because just how good Taro Hirose was. Mm-hmm. But this year they do need him. He needs to be a top two point scorer. I think I, him and Cordarinko need to be their best two players. Yes, and then it's pretty obvious. Yeah, he that. leads in uh, penalty minutes. Yeah, I mean he does that though. He <laughs> is chippy. He's he is. That's, that's just a part of the way he plays. But if they Lewandowski is this doesn't take the top off this team, but brings a new element. Because he is a prolific scorer, and he showed that his freshman year. Last year, he kind of came down to earth because he was playing on the line with the best player in college hockey, arguably. So, I I, I wanted I would want to see Lewandowski again in the score sheet this weekend. That is the one thing I I would hope to take away. But after, here, here's after my, they made that trip to Colorado Springs. Here's my question though: like, 
it, as a center, you guys, Kodoranko, it's Patrick Kodoranko, and you're told to be a goal scorer, right? You're told to go put the puck in the back of the net. But you have people like Lewandowski that are going to score on your line, and that can also open back door and just slip into little precarious spots that he can. And do you tell Kodoranko to pass the puck a little more to get the offense moving a little tighter in that low area of the slot, or do you tell him to just keep shooting and I, hope for I, the best? I haven't watched this Michigan State hockey team enough to say that might be the issue. But, I, I, I mean, last year, when I look back at last year's team, he had plenty of opportunities, and he succeeded on plenty of opportunities. I think he had, like, 19 goals last year or something, something like, like that. Yeah, it was something like that. But he just needs that. He needs to get up to probably 25 this year if Michigan State wants to have the year they want to have. And I, I don't necessarily know stri- strategically what you do to get him free. But he's just a pesky player, and I he gets the areas that a lot of guys don't don't like to do. Like he goes in front of the net very often. I I, I just on five on five he struggled the yes. last two years. So it, I think he's you just got to have a breakout game. Man. I I going into the season, I thought the biggest key was maybe the D being the best part of this team, and I think that right now you could probably say that it probably is their strength or decor, which was not the case last year, but. I think Lewandowski, if Lewandowski, if this team's in a succeed, Lewandowski needs to succeed. So on that first line, I've noticed like Mueller is almost like the opposite of Hirose. Like yes. Hirose would just like find all like open space and he he's was, just like, he had great vision. He, he was great vision. Like he was just a presence on the ice. When I was watching him against uh, the USNDP, like Mueller, yeah, he got lost. Like like he was he was in sneaky areas where no one saw him. He's I mean he's a freshman. You can expect that he's a talented freshman. So I I I wouldn't be surprised if that line gets shaken up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I I'm curious. Oh, I if, like it. You you like that line together? I do because because I, I think he like he, he kind of floats around like like behind yes. the net like he like he tries to get lost and not get tied up with defensemen so that if there's a, like rebounds he's there. But that's your problem though in a way is uh, he's not an assist guy. Who if, Lewandowski? No Mueller. If, okay, if that's what you're saying. If he's going to find those spots like that, you have Kodarenko, who's one of the best goal scorers in the Big Ten, and then you have Lewandowski who's in a slump right now, and you got Mueller who's passing this puck. I know. I mean, Kodarenko is a good passer of the puck. It's not like. Yeah, but he's not a Taro Hirose. Yeah, obviously. I, I mean, they're never going to replace Taro Hirose. That's what like hurts so much for this team because you stick him back on this team. They're arguably a top four team, the Big Ten, like right now. But looking at this roster, I I, I would be curious if they split up Lewandowski and Kodorinko. If say Kodorinko and Lewandowski kind of stay put with their uh, scoring, maybe shake it up a little bit. I know he doesn't want to break up that APAP Stevens line. And I know he kind of floats Sam Saliba with a bunch of younger guys usually, but I, I would be curious to see if they maybe split those two up. I, w- I wouldn't hate it if, no, the, if maybe, production's maybe put, down. Maybe put um, Yager on that top line, maybe. Yeah, just to yeah. see and then drop Lewandowski down to that second line with Sammy and just let him go. Yes. That could be a shoulder. decent idea. Yeah, I, 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 I don't hate something. If you're going to roll four lines, you might as well try it. Oh, yeah. Like so, it, yeah. Especially this early in the season. I mean, you're going through the gauntlet in November. You might as well just say, you know what? Let's just try something out in Colorado. Especially that, like, uh, the bigger ice. If, like, you want to see how they actually mesh well together, you could see how they do well with the extra space. Right. These two games will take place on Friday and Saturday. Friday at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. They Shout out oh, to them. This team's on TV, but I doubt anyone in the Michigan area slash wherever you are in the Midwest get AT&T Sportsnet Rocky Mountain. I doubt you get that. But you can listen to it on the Spartan Sports Network, and then the next night they play at 8 
p.m. Eastern on the Spartan Sports Network, too. So if you want to tune in or check the Gamecast, I think Michigan State has a Gamecast for hockey, do they? Yeah, they do. I think they do. Mm-hmm. So check that out. It's on the app. There's an yeah. app, man. Is there? I think so. I might yeah. need to get that app. I don't know. I don't their know. Twitter's I read it on pretty here at the sheep. Their Twitter's pretty good. Their Twitter's pretty good. Follow their Twitter if you want to follow them. They need to start getting some games on TV. So I, I once Cornell gets back to town, we're just really start diving into the season. The first couple shows are not really normal shows that will really be going. We don't really have our segments. Can't really talk about the Big Ten so far yet. So next, everybody's just getting the ball rolling. Yes, here. we got, we got to get loose. We got to yep. get loose these first two. So expect a better show next week with more info. More stats, more coaches corner with John Supan, more hot tates with Kyle Hattie. Before you head out here, okay, um, I just wanted to mention something. Mike Donnelly, who played in the NHL, had a great career and for Michigan State, will be inducted in the Michigan State Athletic Hall of Fame on Thursday, October twenty fourth, and he holds the NCAA season's single season record with fifty nine goals in eighty five and eighty six. So, just wanted to mention that. You got you got any more numbers, or am I putting you on the spot? Um. It says he helped lead MSU to the national championship that same season. Donnelly scored the game-winning goal in the third period of the 6-5 victory over Harvard in the title game and was named the tournament's most valuable player. Ooh. It's All-American. Nice. So, I'm, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> I'm going to add to this on a positive note. Both teams' uniforms get an A+. What are you talking about? For uh, Michigan State and the U.S. team. Oh, I mean, the U.S. team has fire jerseys. No, yeah, you, you gotta like, show me wait, those. Whoa, you gotta whoa, show whoa, me those whoa, after. Whoa, 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 whoa! We were about to end this show, and then Kyle Hattie just dropped maybe one of the hottest takes I've ever seen. You don't like him, do you? I hate Michigan State's jerseys where they got the Spartans on the front, and they got the weird white nameplate on the back. You know what I'm talking about? Wait, that? was it those? Yeah, those stink. Oh, I like these. yeah, those nah, stink. I, I like the Michigan State better on the front. I, I mean, the classic look is obviously better, and I think they've been trying to like find some sort of alternate where they can incorporate the new logo. And new What's, lettering. Into I don't it. get like the whole thing of the whole Spartans like up front. You know how the it football like team bat, with the it, neon just yeah. they boom. It's just there. It's I don't not even it. that. It's the green shoulders. I hate. <laughs> I like that. You do. I do. If you're gonna do that, I feel like you should just have a Spartan head. Is that just me? Or I don't why? Know. Why are they trying to go like there's their no, basketball jerseys? No, there is a Spartan head on it. Is no, it there's not. Not like right down the. They don't have a jersey with a huge Spartan head. No, they, they should. Mo- no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah, that'd, know. Be, if you're not having an alternate, you might as well have that. Not a huge fan of the numbers on the front, though. No, I hate them. Because Penn State's doing doing a whiteout, and it looks exactly like their football jerseys. Like, really? It, there's like, it doesn't say Penn State or anything, just numbers. It's well, just a plain uh, white jersey. Let's maybe do a segment here in the next couple of weeks. About we'll start doing a little jersey corner. Yes. I'm going to have a bunch of corners here. Yes, a bunch of corners. I will say that. I don't know if you guys watched this last year. I don't know if it was last year or two years ago when uh, – World Juniors in the U.S. played at Buffalo, like outside in its Canada, and they had the Bills jerseys. Basically, they were like Bills hockey jerseys. One yeah. of the worst jerseys I've ever seen. I hated it Didn't so see much. That. Did you see that, Hattie? I did not. I don't no. like the Bills jerseys. No, anyway, but I, so. the only team that does the numbers in the front well is Ohio State. Their That's gray true. jerseys are like they got the Ohio State wrapping around circular. Those are nice. Michigan State take notes. Just stick to your regular ones. <laughs> the regular jerseys are probably the best in the Big Ten. And my me like. Personally. The curse of writing, man. It's un- it's undisputably top three in the Big Ten. Yes. Or maybe go like a little light green throwback. I wouldn't hate that. I would not hate that at all. I wouldn't hate that either. Ron Mason. White out. Yeah. Just white pants, white shell, white no, skates, everything no. white. It's so played out. <laughs> just it's joking. so played. Michigan did that last year. Those actually looked good when they played. Those, those did Notre- look good, really. When they played outside at Notre Dame. 
But uh, enough of Jersey talk. I, yeah, I'm done with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We gotta get, we gotta bid Wednesday night, so we gotta get out of the studio right now. But for Ryan Collins, John Supan, and Kyle Hattie, thanks for listening. Behind the mast, follow all of our social media plat- platforms. What you want to drop your link? Yeah, uh, I'm at, that at I'm on Twitter at John Supan S U P A N four one five. Okay, Kyle. I am at Kyle Hattie. Do you have two Twitters? I do. Okay. I have a professional one. Yeah, you, you know? always got a back I burner one. I, you I got a very, back burner one? No, I don't have a burner. I was so confused, though, <laughs> yeah. because they're very similar. Mm-hmm. Very confusing. But uh, Last but not least, drop Yeah, I mean, uh, at Ryan Collins, 524. Not a big deal. Yeah, whatever. If you want to see me How get mad. How many tweets do you got, big guy? A lot. I have a lot of tweets. I mean, I've been active since, like, sixth grade. Ryan so. Collins, football, like, tweets from football games are incredible. Like, like you're one of uh, Wisconsin's uh, soundtrack. Loved it. Oh, yeah. I That's the only thing I do when I cover football games. I give a soundtrack, like, review. Because I did it last year when we went to Indiana. I was like, wow, they have a good soundtrack. It's like, really gets everyone going. They're, like... You can't mess up the pregame like track. I mean, and like speaking of Mon Ice Arena, Michigan State's hockey facility, they've had the same like track list for thirty years, I think. I gotta ask you, where does Michigan State rank in the Big Ten for football pregame? Pregame track list. I would say, I would say Michigan State has a good mixture of like very like trappy like rap and like a couple catchy songs. I would say they're middle of the pack. Indiana, I have not seen anything better than Indiana. What they have? It was fantastic. Yeah, baby. Hoosiers I, it, do it right. It was. Man. Not, it Hoosiers was just, do it right. Really? Yeah. Do you consider yourself a Hoosier? I'm from the state of Indiana. Yes. So you got Crown Place, right? And it's a Blackhawks Crown fan. Crown Point. Nope. But yeah, but I am what, Blackhawks fan. Yeah, but what are you supposed to be if you're in Indiana? I'm supposed to be Blackhawks. Yeah, fan. that's what I'm saying. Nope. I, I mean, I question my Red Wings fandom after last night. I was there yeah. in person. You? So I got the shirt. Oh, that's bad. I want a shirt. Yeah. They but, haven't won. How many games have they lost in a row? Four or five. Yeah, and they, like last night they went into the third with a two nothing lead and they lost I thought five they to won. two. Yeah, that's tough. Oh, they lose lose to Vancouver twice in like two weeks. That's not good. Yeah, in one week. Didn't I say that team was gonna stink too? And I actually, did not think they were gonna be sent. Yeah. Quinn Hughes is I, really good. I thought the wins I think that be... was a stupid comment by me saying that because I think they are the Canucks are actually gonna be decent this I year. I can't believe like I bought into the Red Wins hype after like two games. Yeah, I did too. Whatever. But like I said, thanks for listening to Behind the Mats. We'll be back next week. More in-depth coverage as Michigan State comes home to face Cornell in a couple of weeks. And we look forward to having a show this rest of the year. Aren't you guys pumped oh, up? Oh, yeah. Get on rolling, baby. Well, I don't know what that, oh, yeah, get on rolling was, but I loved it. Yeah, loved every second that, of it. That but uh, that, should, that should be the new ending. Maybe. That should be the new ending. I'm down. We do not have an ending, so I faded out with music. That should be your ending. Keep on rolling, baby. Perfect. Thanks for listening again.